Welcome back to Builder Funnel Radio. You're listening to The Construction Cut with Taylor Rennick. Here, you'll get the latest news in construction in 15 minutes or less. Let's dive into the show. Welcome back to the second episode of The Construction Cut. I'm your host, Taylor Rennick. This week, we're seeing tons of information about the housing market. Is it up? Is it down? Is it good? Is it bad? There is a lot of information floating around out there, so this week I did my best to decipher it all for you. We've also got some good news in there as well. It's Monday, January 27th, 2020. Let's dive in. Good news for remodelers. Fewer American homeowners moved in 2019 than ever before. According to BuildFacts, only 9.8% of Americans moved last year. Because of this, home maintenance spending increased by 9.47%. So what's the culprit here? Well, for starters, Americans are staying in their homes longer than previous generations. According to Freddie Mac, seniors over the age of 88 have held back over 1.6 million houses from the market, leading to a lack of A, affordable housing, and B, housing in general. Housing supply has been in decline for several years now due to a couple of factors, things like a lack of new houses being built, a shortage of skilled labor workers in the construction industry, and more and more older Americans choosing to age in place rather than move to an assisted living facility and put their home on the market. I think that Jonathan Kinnerick over at BuildFacts had a great grasp on the matter. He says, quote, the U.S. is facing a housing shortage, in part due to the slowdown in housing construction last year. This has been felt in both large metros and smaller cities across the country. Now, even though the economy is showing strong growth and mortgage rates remain low, those who want to buy a new home are experiencing challenges with increased competition on a tight housing supply. So what's going on? Why is this happening? We know that the older members of our generation are hanging on to their homes, but what about the rest of us? Well, let's look at the numbers. Baby boomers, all 75 million of them, have essentially put a wooden stick in the bicycle wheel that is the U.S. housing market. I could probably come up with a better metaphor, but here we are. The housing market relies on older folks putting their houses on the market as they get older, making way for younger first-time homebuyers. Well, the problem is that the baby boomers are hanging on to their homes and simply not letting go. Last year, Chase, the bank, released a study that found that 76% of baby boomers own their homes. Couple that statistic with the fact that home values are rising faster than ever, and you've got a housing gridlock. Nearly 66% of those homeowners think that their home values will rise, and about 66% of homeowners plan to remodel their homes in some capacity in the next three years. This is huge information. According to a report by the New York Times, Baby boomers control 70% of the disposable income in the U.S. Younger, would-be home buyers, saddled with pernicious student loan debt and subject to stagnating wages, are simply not able to keep up with the previous generations. 
but that's a topic for another day, isn't it? So let's get back to the housing market. Some news reports are saying everything is looking fantastic. Others are saying the outlook is dismal. So I crunched some numbers for you, and here's what we know. What we know is that the market is simply not keeping up with demand. According to Realtor.com, the housing market is short by nearly 4 million homes. Mortgage rates are leveling off. They're actually inching down since last week. Last week it was 3.65. This week it's 3.60. So coupled with mortgage rates, long-term renters are eager to enter the market. So why the shortfall? Well, the majority of the blame can be placed on the Great Recession of 2008, which, as we know, was brought on by horrendous mortgage lending practices, specifically subprime loans. Home construction plummeted after millions defaulted on their mortgages, and affluent investors went around the country, scooping up those empty homes, turning them into rentals, creating even less inventory. Home builders tended to focus on high-end luxury homes after the recession, and as a result, homes on the lower end of the market fell by the wayside. From what I can tell, there are a lot of opportunities for home builders to break into the entry-level home market. It's definitely something to think about here in 2020 and beyond. Okay, let's move on to some good news. According to Builder Online and the National Association of Realtors, most homeowners are happy with their remodeling projects. 74% of those surveyed said they have a greater desire to be in their home, while 65% said that they experienced increased enjoyment. And a 77% majority says that they felt a major sense of accomplishment. According to John Smabby with the National Association of Realtors, remodeling, albeit time-consuming and costly, is, quote, well worth the temporary inconveniences and the final products ultimately reward us with a feeling of accomplishment, satisfaction, and higher home values. The NAR came to these numbers by using something called a joy score. How cute is that? The more pleased homeowners were with their project, the higher the joy score. The remodeling projects with the highest rate of client satisfaction, kitchens and closets. No surprise there, right ladies? All right, so here's a wacky story for you. Apparently, there have been multiple threads going around on the internet by those visiting our wonderful country saying, why on earth does America have so many bathrooms? And it's true. We have a lot of bathrooms here, a lot more than other countries. So why is America being overrun by bathrooms, you ask? Great question. So the Atlantic dove into this long form article on this. It's a great story. I encourage you to go read it over on the Atlantic. There are more bathrooms in America than ever before. Well, for starters, houses in America are simply bigger than houses in other parts of the world. We love big houses, and it shows. Thanks to things like highways, zoning laws, and the invention of the suburbs, the average new home is nearly twice as big as a typical home found in Europe. And 
things like fiberglass and cheap plastics came along. And now bathroom remodeling is a lot less costly than it was in the early 20th century. For those who take the remodeling route, bathroom remodeling is also a great return on investment, nearly three times as cost effective as a kitchen renovation. Cha-ching. All right. Well, thanks for keeping up on the housing market and remodeling news with me this week. Keeping tabs on this, I can tell you firsthand that the information is changing all the time. Sometimes I feel like it's changing day by day. So I'm going to do my best to bring you the latest news in a way that makes sense. If you have a question for me or want to chat more about the topics I've covered on today's show, feel free to reach out to me over on Instagram at BuilderFunnel or send us a message on BuilderFunnel.com. All right, I'll see you guys on Monday. Thank you so much for listening to The Construction Cut on Builder Funnel Radio. If you got value out of today's episode, please do one of two things for me. Share it with a friend by clicking the share button in your podcast player and then texting it or emailing it to them. Or leave us a review. This is a free podcast, so spreading the word really helps us keep Builder Funnel Radio going. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time.